So are we uh, we're good to go? Good to go. Good to go. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm, I'm Randy. And I am sleepy. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning because uh, I had some events yesterday, which we will cover. First to start, of course, your headlines. Uh, buying bolt arm parts and having to modify them. It's a frustration of mine. Uh, we bring back Ask the Wifey uh, as a segment. So we had some questions for them that we'll discuss here. I finally hit Big Willow again. And again, uh, we bring back a question from the listeners. But to start, let's hit those headlines. Uh, the first headline I have is that the Honda Civic Type R motor is available as a crate motor now with an ECU. Previously, it was just a motor. Now they're making it even easier for Honda people interesting but you have to have a honda racing account in order to buy one i'm sure there's ways around that or if you know somebody you yeah can get one. yeah but i guess what would be the sexiest swap or craziest swap you can you can imagine with a with a front wheel drive well it's currently a front wheel drive motor so i don't know i don't know i don't know about sexy okay because I don't know that that's the direction I go with with that with that swap with that swap. Okay, I, I'd kind of um, so I've been I've been following. Uh, there's a few uh, like Ferrari builds. I think there's a Dino and something else. Okay, um, in which that they're pu- they're putting K series in them. Yes, this is a K series motor. Uh, motor, right, right. But yeah. this is the older the older K series. Right, 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 right. And people are offended. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you and, and you know the people that are offended, right? It's the, the Ferrari, the Ferrari people, people yeah. whatever. So I'm very interested. <laughs> oh, you yeah, you, you know, like the middle finger cars? Yeah, hell yeah, the middle finger cars. Yes. I think I would love. I would like. I personally am not really into the Ferraris, the supercars, and stuff. But to have a Ferrari car powered by Honda, mm. you know, it's sort of like a. Uh, I mean, this is going to be offensive to people. A pseudo NSX, right? Where yes, yeah. you know, it's like supercar with the performance of and reliability of of a Honda. So I think that's probably what the direction I'd go in. Okay, so you would drop a K series motor, not this exact one, into an Italian of well, some this sort. one, this one. Oh, this yeah, one, yeah, this if, one. Yeah, oh, if we're talking about okay. this one. Yeah. If okay. Yeah. Okay, if, okay. If, if now that the option is there, uh-huh, uh-huh. I would one hundred percent put this in a, an Italian sports car for ah, sure. very cool. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. I'm kind of of the mundane mind of I, I should get one and throw it in the prelude. <laughs> See, that'd be interesting too. Yeah. So, so it would you know, be. You know that be. that'd be it that'd be, be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. To see to see something like that. I mean, because. You're that sort of bringing your Frankenstein in this case. You're bringing yes. something back from the dead. almost. Yeah. You know? And, yes. And it it would draw a lot of interest. It would. You know, the prelude is that car that, you know, kind of like the Celica. Let's be real. It died. Yes. But the prelude, unloved. Yeah. The prelude is that car that it never completely. The interest sort of waned, but it never completely died because I'll see them at autocross. I'll see them at track events really i'll see them at shows yeah sprinkled right kind of uh-huh, sprinkled uh-huh. in there here yeah and there that's true but they they're always around somewhere they're in a onesie twosie type of uh scenario yeah, at yeah. a show yeah you're right so they, they're never completely dead and every once in a while someone comes up with an interesting one and mm-hmm, you know there's a lot mm-hmm. of attention on it so i think that, that that'd probably be interesting to see Ah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, it's not. You're right. It's not as dead as the Celica is. Yeah, surely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> surely for dead. sure. Sorry for those of you no. driving Celicas. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, but 
I mean, that's uh, it's interesting how Honda has really embraced the fact that you know pe- their community loves swapping. Yeah, engines, that's kind of cool, huh? You know, like it's. I mean, it's obviously it's financially they're motivated, right? Right. But, but at right. the same time, you know, not a lot of companies make it easy, mm-hmm. right, to mm-hmm. do something like this, especially with the ECU part. Like having a that's a huge step that you know you now don't have to really deal with. It's pretty much ready to go. Yeah, almost, yeah. Right? Just almost dr- drop it in. Like yes. The JDM LS, right? Like yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's that's it kinda, is. Yeah, that's the kinda, case swap is the JDM LS. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah exactly. Correct. It's in everything now. But going back to America, the C8 Corvette uh, was the fastest selling car last month fastest selling yeah at eighty four thousand dollars eighty four thousand dollars yeah it's 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 um it beat out the lexus is 350 which just came out yeah which just came out wow that's insane yeah so i mean and by fastest selling is you know how long it takes to sell a car and apparently it's on an average of under 10 days to sell a corvette from from Getting a sold sticker on it to actually being sold. That's the demand. That's middle America receiving their Trump money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, that that wasn't – that's not enough money, man. No, it's not. But that's crazy to me because it's – I mean, it's not a cheap car. It's cheap for what it is, Mm. but it's not a cheap car. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that was pretty impressive uh, for the C8. I am seeing them more and more. On the street. Are you? Yeah, I'm seeing them more and more. In your neck of the woods or just around? I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and everywhere, really. I mean, I don't really go beyond my neighborhood outside of going to, like, the track. So. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I see them. I mean, not a lot, obviously, but, you know, I'll see one and two here and there. More oh, than, okay. you know, more than you would expect to see a car mm-hmm. at this level. I mm-hmm. see more, more than I see M3s, you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's 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 interesting, you know, how how much attention this car is actually getting. Okay. I, I'm. You're a fan. Uh, I am okay with it. Yeah. I, you still? Because I still prefer the C7. I like the C7 more. Okay. Just from a, from a styling perspective. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just surprised when I see this because I think I wonder what new Ferrari it is. And I find out or realize I see the um, the flag logo for yeah. the Corvette, and I'm like, oh shit, oh, it's a vet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Damn, I got fooled. <laughs> so that's a compliment. To yeah, GM, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, and uh, that's what people want. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's what they're paying the eighty four grand for. Yes. Next headline: um, Subaru and Toyota are rumored to be collabing on a car. So this is kind of again, p- eh? Yeah, piggybacking off of uh, the. Um, Celica moniker being uh, what trademarked again or whatever mm-hmm. or yeah reinvigorated, so they could join forces on a rally-inspired all-wheel drive hot hatch. Does that put John <laughs> on the market potentially for a hot hatch again? It yeah, it does. Two point four liter, uh, turbocharged four. Okay, well, does it say who's engineering the the motor? does not but because it's not a it doesn't say boxer yeah. on the engine i was just gonna then say it's that. gonna be toyota most in likely. that maybe ca- in that case yes if we could take subaru's all-wheel drive uh-huh and marry it to toyota's engine engineering okay 
I'm there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm there, oh. and and I'm 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 down with another hatchback. You know, they took the RS away from me. Yes, they know? did. So, they did. Um, so now there's that void to fill. Um, and I think that's the case. If it were Subaru's engine, I might be less interested. Yes. But uh, but that sounds that sounds real interesting, man. I yeah. I, I, so it's but if it's called the Celica, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So that versus Corolla, I will drive um, for. Yeah, I mean it's a little weird because the Corolla hatch just came out. You know, it's right. I mean, would it would it be the Corolla with, you know, a Subaru with Subaru wheel drive? Yeah. yeah, I I can't see that making much sense. Like, why do they need two hatchbacks? Right, unless they're getting rid of the Corolla hatchback. Maybe actually, yeah, maybe it flopped. Maybe I don't see a lot of them. Personally, you're right. I I see some, but yeah. not the volume that you would expect to see a for car a, at that level for a Corolla. Yeah, yes. exactly. Usually they're like Civics. You know, like you you kind of see them everywhere. Yeah, you're right, and you don't really see unless our eyes just aren't focused on them. But. No, I actually because I like them. I like how they look, mm-hmm. so I always notice them. Yeah, and, but it's very few, far, far in between that that you you actually come by one. And yeah, the Corolla is the is the Civic competitor, so we see a ton of them out here. Yeah, and yet we don't really see the hatch. You're right. So maybe, but that sounds really interesting for uh, yeah for the enthusiast. Yeah, yes. I mean it's uh, we'll see. You know, I, I the the four cylinder thing. I'm I've sort of been leaving behind. A oh, little bit. really? Yeah. You're graduating from the four? Yeah, I mean, it's the six cylinder and eight cylinder life is. Uh, I mean, it's just it's it's a different feeling. Uh huh. Um, and although you know, four cylinders they can put down power. Yep. Now with turbo engines and and it's it's nothing of a lack of performance anymore with this four cylinder engines. Mm-hmm. It's more so the feeling that it induces. Oh, you know? okay. It's kind of like a mouse screaming at you versus a giant barking dog. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know, and so th- that there's that challenge because I mean. For me, and I know for a lot of people, you know, the the way a car makes you feel has a lot to do, um, you know, with uh, with you wanting to buy that car. Absolutely. I think your S2000 is one of the few that kind of skews that four cylinder line. Okay. You know, like there's uh, maybe it's the high revving uh, aspect of it that Mm -hmm. really it's if you you can induce that feeling pretty easily that okay. like you know crazy you know high performance feeling mm-hmm. um so i really hope that you know they they do something like that but it's probably highly doubtful you mm-hmm. know that it'll probably be your responsibility to figure something out yep on that engine but uh, i'm i'm actually very curious very interested and we'll see where they actually go with this yeah that'll be exciting we'll see i wouldn't be that interested if it was a corolla but who knows if it's something else if it was a Celica and it was a hatch as a Celica moniker fanboy you could almost say yeah. um it doesn't bother me just revive it you know if yeah. they make it cool somehow and revive it it's fine as long as it's a hot hatch and not a crossover 
Oh, dude. Yeah. That, yeah, like I would die inside. Like the Eclipse became a crossover. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the, just why bother? Or yeah. even the Mustang E. Like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of why I think people have an issue with it no, as enthusiasts. Yeah, nothing right? against the Mach E because it's, right. it's a great car. Mm-hmm. But why? You know, yeah. why call it a Mustang? Right, it doesn't right. make any sense. Mm-hmm. But as an enthusiast, I think we have that outrage. Yes. The mainstream probably. They love it. Yeah, exactly. They have yeah. a Mustang. Yes. You know, they yeah. have a Mustang. I've yeah. heard a lot of people, uh, even up till recently, talk about the Mustang like it's, you know, a chick magnet. Like it's. Yeah, you're, it, <laughs> somebody you work with said that. A lot of people say that, you know. <laughs> You know, kind of yeah. like, you know, a, you know, a high performance. I mean, it is, you know, there's some fast ones out there. Right. But, yeah, they don't, I mean, other than like the, you know, the skidding out and ending up on a curb, they don't really draw a lot of attention. So but I, I guess the 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 non car enthusiast, the normal everyday average Joe see still sees that name as you know having a lot of pedigree so yeah i mean i i can't imagine it. it's a chick magnet but sure i guess so yeah maybe it is maybe, maybe not the is. chicks that you want to magnetize <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe i don't know yeah we'll i see. don't know i yeah. mean I, cars aren't what like, cars aren't chick magnets mm. cars are guy magnets they're a mixed bag they're more chick magnets than jordan shoes would be i would say ah uh, I think so. You, I mean, really? I don't think so. I, I really do think so. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think cars. I think we've been led to believe, uh huh, by movies, by car companies, yeah, that cars draw you know female attention, yeah. But from my experience, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, with all the cars that I've owned and all the modding you do, well, and they Instagram, don't care about shit boxes. <laughs> 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 that's true too. That's true too. We don't have Ferraris. Yes, and stuff. but right. that's a bit. That's a. That, I think that's a different thing, because because there's, for uh, if a car, I think for a car to be a chick magnet, uh huh, it's not. You can't include the money aspect. And the Ferrari, it's a gold digger magnet. Right. So right? that's hard one to uh, – it's hard to separate those right? right? Yeah. from that car. Right. And we know gold diggers exist, female or male. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. They mm-hmm. exist. So, mm-hmm. But in terms of like drawing attention to the car or, or having the car draw attention from the opposite sex to you, mm-hmm. I think that is mm-hmm. a myth. I don't think that exists. To you, absolutely. I see what you're saying. I yeah. see, you're saying that it doesn't make you look sexier. Yeah. They're more noticing the car if they care, or they're noticing the car. Right. It's just the car. You don't get any. You don't get any bonus points. Right. As a result, you just from, happen to be from, the owner. From well, I guess unless like if I was gay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because I've like on like in the E92, not to brag, gay, but bragging, <laughs> but bragging. <laughs> <laughs> gay dudes hit on gay, you. you know, yeah, gay dudes hit on me. No, like I've gotten like you know stop like at a stoplight. They'll like lower the window and wave me down and be like, hey, so what's up with this car? Mm. What is it? You know what? What did you do to it? You know, does it come like that? Why does it sound that way? Is it turbo? Is it this? Is it that? Right? It draws interest. Okay, I right? see what you're saying. But yeah. there is not a female in this world. I mean, that could have to do with me. But uh-huh. but that's that I've seen do that. Right. Mm. And if somebody were to tell me that a girl stopped them on the street and asked them those questions, I would consider it pretty suspect. Right. Right. Uh, so I feel like, you know, it, 
it, it just I mean, there's memes about this, right? Mm-hmm. That, you know, guys are just drawing attention from other guys. And and I'm I'm firmly believe that it draw drawing attention from the opposite sex or the sex that you're interested in, I guess, is it's a myth. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. I get yeah. I totally get what you're saying and I agree because I've only been asked about my car from dudes too. <laughs> <laughs> see? So. That's what I mean. Like it, it's just I, I think we've been led to believe that as a selling gimmick mm-hmm. that this this happens. You know, that could be true. This yeah. is where the Craigslist people that throw up their women on the on their pictures, yes. right? Like that's right. they they think that that's going to draw make you think that the girls are interested in the car you're buying. Right. And I just I just don't see it that way. Interesting point. Very yeah, interesting point. I don't see it that way. But anyway, that are these are your headlines. Very nice. For the week, let's move into our next segment is which is buying bolt-on parts and having to modify them. So, this is a bit unique to my experience. I don't know if you've had these experiences. I personally like to order from very boutique small like mom and pop type part manufacturers okay um i try to stay away from the big guys as much as i can Mm -hmm. just because one a lot of times there isn't a lot of branding on a lot of these parts i hate being a billboard for people sure um and then two obviously supporting small business and uh you sort of build relationships it's easier to build relationships with these with these people i should call you bernie (laughs) (laughs) I'm the Bernie of the car world. Yes. <laughs> there you go, me for the week. <laughs> I need a need to get a picture sitting yeah, with, the, with the mittens. Yeah, yeah with the mittens. <laughs> but with that does come some drawbacks in it, that yes. a lot of the big manufacturers, right? Things are completely vetted. Everything is checked top to bottom, and it's almost always the case that things will just bolt on, no problem. Yes, but. Recently, with some of these companies, I'll order something and it's just it doesn't even look like it it could fit, you know, really? Yeah. Like or I ordered a, a uh, center console, very simple, um, just aluminum, almost a, aluminum. Uh, it's basically in a, a bended aluminum plate. Universal or made? No, for it's your made M3. for the made for the M3. OK, Um, I did notice that on the site, they only have a coupe. Um, not a sedan okay. like mine. Uh, so maybe that has something to do with it. But so I ordered it and I ordered it with the holes already cut out for the window switches. Uh huh. So I'm like, okay, I need four window switches and the safety switch, uh, hazard light switch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I get it in and the thing won't even go in. Like it won't even fit how it shows in the picture. Okay. The holes for the window switches are all separated and they're all too big for the switches. The switches on the sedan, it turns out, um, three of the switches are on one pod and two of the other switches are on another pod. Whereas on the coupe. Wait, you said five. Three on one pod and two oh, on the so other? Oh, there's so there's, um, there's, disa- there's a disabled oh, button. Oh, that yeah, button, yeah, the yeah, lock sorry. button. Yeah, the yeah, lock button. Okay. Um, on the sedan, these come on the three pod and a two pod and on a coupe, it comes on four separate pods. So in order for me to make it work, I either have to buy coupe pods for the switches or just cut it out myself. I didn't want to have to buy more parts. Yes. So I just cut it out myself. But now I'm left with this, with these four holes at the top 
that I need to fill something with. So mm. I need to wire a fan override switch anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I ordered a switch panel. Yes. So I'm going to cut that part out and just sit the switch panel in there. Okay. But on top of that, in order to get the center console actually into the car, because mm-hmm. it was being blocked by the uh, emergency brake, mm-hmm. and, the, and, and the center console was almost too long in the back to fit under the dash. Okay. So I had to cut out about three inches of metal on each side in order for it to sit nicely. So in the end, I'm like, okay, outside of the bends, uh huh, you know, and even including the bends, I could have just built this myself. How much was <laughs> it? How much was it? It was that was a hundred bucks. Oh, okay, that's not terrible. It's not too bad. Yes, but it's a hundred bucks. Yes, you know. So, I mean. I guess if I, w- I probably spent like 50 bucks in metal and then just bending it, I would have sp- saved like 50 bucks. Yes. I mean, I have sheet metal here. This galvanized steel. How much does that cost? That's like $15. Oh, but it's, shit. it's very pliable. Uh, Well, I don't need it to be. All I needed to do Is was cover h- shit. hide the wires so I could oh, pass okay. tech inspection. If it oh. wasn't for NASA, I wouldn't have done this. Oh, Cause, really? Because you saw the mess that was yes. in there. You yeah. know? It wasn't that bad. Um, but it, my opinion. it wouldn't pass tech. Oh okay. yeah, it I mean, none of the wires are loose or are unplugged, but mm-hmm. I, it wouldn't. I probably wouldn't pass tech inspection at least like that. I would have had to stash them somewhere or throw them up in the. I see. I so see. so th- so I had to do this, and it's been you know things like this have occurred. You know, even with the Rio, um, I got I ordered some stainless steel brake lines that I had to zip tie, uh, because they didn't. I guess the um. The, where it mounts where it or? mounts it didn't sit flush okay so it didn't actually grip to the to the mount on the car so i had to zip tie them in there um and it's just little things here and there like that mm-hmm. that aren't really they're not showstoppers per se yeah yeah but they're little things that kind of like get to you it's like ah, i wish this stuff would just fit are you so you're talking more about um race part companies versus aftermarket parts companies for brake pad like standard issue stuff from my experience yeah mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. it could, i don't really order like show car stuff and any of that so yes. i don't know that side of things right but from my experience yeah it's all race car parts but like i mean autozone type stuff you wouldn't you're not putting this in the same category right no no the autozone you, stuff i mean you expect that not to fit probably I, uh <laughs> well i don't know i actually expect it to fit yes more but than they, this but yeah but they do basic stuff yes you know outside of like their universal line of stuff mm-hmm. uh um, mm-hmm. it's very basic, so I'm not really expecting anything to, to not fit. Sure. Um, but like, yeah, but like those, those menu, oh, well, they're not really manufacturers, but those sellers, Napa, AutoZone, Pep Boys, I'm expecting everything to fit. Okay. Got uh, it. if they're telling me, you know, it's for my car that it better fit without modification. Yes. But in some cases, some of these like more customized parts, body panels, you know, stuff like that, like. Um, some of them say, you know, professional installation recommended. You might have to cut mm, here and there. And in that, mm-hmm. I, that case I get, but I'm talking specifically about the ones that don't say anything like that. Mm, okay. So you order it thinking, okay, this is going to fit. 
nice and easy. It's going to yes. be a 30 minute job. I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into two or three hours <laughs> and having to think, okay, what, well, what is a switch panel going to look like? Where do I locate this? Right. How do I cut, you know, my Dremel's a piece of shit, Harbor Freight Dremel. <laughs> right. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. So luckily I have the angle grinder now. Uh, so oh, that made okay. easy work of that. Um, Without ruining it. Without ruining it, oh, yeah. Like the because the since the pods are a little long, uh -huh. I was able to cut like the right and and uh, left side of it, and then just use the Dremel to cut the top little like, okay. inch. I see. And so it was clean, and now you couldn't tell that you know it there's a it cut was there. modified. Yeah, mm -hmm. that it was modified, and it looks pretty good. Everything's good to go, but at the same time, it's it's like like at least put it on there that I I will need to modify or or what needs to be modified and it didn't say that it was for coupe only they didn't say it was for coupe only there's no indicator that it wouldn't fit in my car it just says e36 you know, uh, center okay. console and you know and some in some of these cases and i know this comes off a little annoying to these sellers but i will send i have in the past sent complete write-ups of what i had to do to make their parts work Oh, yeah. With pictures. Uh-huh. And I will say, like, look, this is not I'm not looking for, uh, you know, money back. I'm not looking for a handout. This is just to help your, you know, your uh, people that are ordering parts from you. Yeah. And I never hear back. I never see any updates on the website. Nothing. And I'm like, you know what? What I did all of the work for you, bro. Like, yes. All you had to do was throw it up on there or even just a note that says, you know, you have to do this, this and that to mm -hmm. make it work. Mm hmm. And so I kind of stopped doing it after a while of not getting really a response. Yeah. They probably get annoyed because it's like, <laughs> who the fuck does this guy think he right, is? But right. it's not like I'm asking for anything. You know, I'm not asking uh -huh. for a refund. I'm not doing anything like that. It's just I just want to help. I don't want people to go through the shit that I went through to I make see. you know your stuff work. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, have you had any experiences like this? I, I don't usually buy things without... I'm not saying you didn't do enough research. I'm saying I go to like the depths of overthinking what I need to buy. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is I don't buy parts that I am concerned might not fit anymore. I have in the past. Yeah. And this is why I do that is because of this reason. You do have to modify parts. But I'm trying to think of a situation. The only scenarios I can think of might be like a car that's less supported and you have to do that because the manufacturers just don't really care about it. For yeah. The rest of the cars that I've had the civic and this S 2000, I really haven't had that problem. There's so many, I mean, they do enough research for these cars and the community is so large. And with the E 36, it's not that it's a small community. So that's why I'm really surprised that the thing is, though, since I'm ordering from a lot of like these smaller mom and pop shops, mm -hmm. not a lot of people order the parts. And oh, this is, this is yeah. actually a newer part, a newer release by this. manufacturer. Oh, OK, yeah. interesting. So you're yeah. not going to do your write up and, and notif like notify them. Nah, that you had to do it. Nah, I might throw it up on a forum or something, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, but I won't. I'm not going to I'm not going to bother. Uh, it's. It hasn't been successful in the past. I don't I don't expect it to be successful now. So if you're listening to this podcast and ordering a particular center, center console uh, for an E36 M3, for an E36 <laughs> M3 hit me up. I'll yeah, let you know what you have to do. That does then, sound like, pretty damn niche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's 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 almost I, I can see why there isn't a lot of information because it's almost unnecessary. OK, because there is a center console there to begin with. 
Yes. But it's, 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 I mean, you're replacing, I guess, 10 pounds of stuff with one pound of things, which is not really weight savings to really write home about, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, um, it, you know, it does look better, uh, you know, with, with this particular one and it's specifically designed to fit the shifter I have. Oh, okay. So it, it accommodates just those short throws. And you have to have that type of shifter in order to make the center console work. So it's like a really niche part. For exactly. Your, yeah. For your niche car. Yeah. <laughs> niche part, niche, niche car, yes. niche part, niche yes. seller, niche yeah. everything. dude. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah. So you weren't going to find a lot of people, you know, buying this. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to find. I, I guess to answer the question, I've never had to do it to the degree that you have. Yeah. And it is unfortunate. But I mean, at least you kind of have something right. Yeah. Yeah, but so you couldn't make the stock console work then? Oh, because of the shifter. Yeah, well, the, I could have made it work. The shifter, I couldn't make it work with the stock console. Um, this was sort of my first. Uh, it's my first repair, I guess, from a mis- The I think pulling the console was a mistake. Oh, okay. Um, I got a little too excited. Oh, and you it, broke it. it, it I broke it. Uh, not only did I break it, I was just stripping everything. I took the glove box out because it made wiring easier and the glove box was messed up anyway. Mm-hmm. And in doing that that same day, I was like, let's just start pulling everything out. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And in pulling it out, since I was expecting not to use it, I broke everything. I just started ripping stuff out. I see. Okay. And, um, and then I realized, like, I'm not going to pass tech with these buttons. I don't want to lose them. I still want to have retain window control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to find something, and this was the the next best next best option. I see, I see. So I took a chance because I didn't, I couldn't find any research on it. Mm-hmm. But you know that's kind of how it worked out. So okay, if it, and I will say that if this had happened prior to me building the car, I probably would have just returned it. Oh, I wouldn't have been really? brave enough to modify and fit. Oh, okay, but you're yeah. in like hack mode now. now. I'm in hack mode. <laughs> you're yeah, in race exactly. car yeah, mindset. Race now. car yeah. mindset. Make, Make it, it work. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Interesting. So that's, that's where we're at. But anyway, let's move into our next segment. Ask the wifey. And what did we ask the wifey this week? This week we asked them if you had uh, the ability to. Well, not that they don't have the ability to, but if you could buy me the enthusiast a car, your husband, so to speak, right? Yeah. Um, or fiance in your case. What car would it be? And so, John, you asked this question to your wifey. Yeah. Did she melt your heart on Valentine's Day with a with an answer that was just heartwarming for no, you? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I got the polar opposite. I got the heartwarming response. Oh, really? Yes. My response was, well, where are you going to put it? <laughs> Um, so you didn't put it in like a hypothetical like tone. Then. Well, the thing is, like, um, oh, she went straight to logic. <laughs> I, yeah, that's that's how she is. Like, okay, and that's fair how enough. we both are, right? Like, okay, and and that's kind of what that's, I would have replied with. Well, she's a scientist, yeah. So that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of like where are you gonna put it? And that's when I was like, you know, don't worry about that part. You yes, know, just like what would you buy? Uh huh. And she's like, well, you know, I mean, it's not like you don't talk about this a lot. Okay. <laughs> 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 so so 
continue. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, well, I mean, you kind of make it pretty easy. Like, if I were to buy you a car, it would be a Porsche. So, oh wow, yeah. Okay, so okay. then she's like, yeah, that's that's probably what I mean. That's that's what you want. So that's okay. what I get you. And I was kind of disappointed because I made it too easy. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's good because she's listening, I guess. Yeah. So she does get the chance. I'm going to get a Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that was uh, that was sort of the progression of that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What about you? I came in empty minded about what she might say because I I really had no clue what she would say. Do you talk about car life with her a lot? Not car life, so to speak, but I'll I guess... She, being a, a good wife and a good listener um in more recent weeks i'd seen some cars on the freeway and i was like wow like look at that car you know right and so she said i would buy your old celica oh man i know right like, she hates you <laughs> <laughs> no she she must oh, hate herself. No, so kidding. specifically your old Celica, not well the same year model okay okay mine, both of those wait are which one now. though you, you that's have... exactly what i asked her next oh, okay, like, oh okay. which one i think she's like well the one you talk about more which i which is the older one okay so it's it is the one that plucks the heartstrings because you know right and all that jet jazz but yeah so i was like oh that's a nice little valentine's that day is that, that is a nice little yeah. valentine's yeah, day yeah. answer because that's nostalgia because it was like a mean it was meaningful yeah in the thought process of choosing for sure because i don't i mean I, I guess i talk about a bunch of other cars like the nsx is one i'm surprised your wifey didn't say nsx for you i haven't talked about oh, that one a lot that was the ins- yeah okay, yeah okay, i haven't okay. talked about that one a lot um you know with her Mm-hmm. Um, cause she's also looking for a car right now too. Still. Yeah. And she's kind of, she, she's an into the Porsche SUVs. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, we've been talking about Porsche a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that I, I need to talk about the NSX a little more, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. but yeah, that's what we're, that's dope. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that was a good answer. I thought that'd be pretty cool. Like to see your old car roll up to the right. house, like with a bow on it, like limping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no parts to be found uh, anywhere. Rust, rust bucket, but <laughs> yeah. yes. But I yeah, guess. that's yeah. cool, man. That yeah. is, that is a nice little Valentine's Day happy answer. Th- and with that, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Indeed, you yes. know, it's a uh, happy Hallmark holiday for those of you who uh, right, right, right. who aren't about it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel you. I'm, I'm you know, kind of mixed feelings about Valentine's same. Day, but absolutely the same. But here we are, and uh, it's uh, let's let's be honest. You kind of saved me with the podcast being early this morning. <laughs> Because now you can go out and buy something because you forgot. Yeah, no, well, no, I bought something, but I always like to, um, I like to, this is, I mean, it's kind of soft, but whatever. We'll be mashed potatoes. I usually like to write something heartfelt. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. Um, yeah, so, and it's usually, you know, along the lines of poetry. Let's call it, let's call it rap. Let's call it <laughs> <laughs> sure whatever yeah yeah yeah. You it know? means more than buying shit yeah off the shelf. and it's just i've like eminem'd it you know uh-huh. it's, all, it's all in a notepad Ye- right <laughs> yeah you know, right yellow legal scr- pad yeah scratched up uh-huh. and all this stuff uh-huh. and, and My sometimes, bad stand. sometimes i feel like that would be a little more uh meaningful okay to give that yeah or but nah it should be nice and neat so mm-hmm. i actually have to transfer it onto oh, the card uh-huh, you know uh-huh. so then i can able to give be able to give it her and, and i because of yesterday oh Yo, you didn't have time i didn't have time i didn't have to do it and i, I went to sleep so early that mm-hmm. you know i just mm-hmm. didn't do any of that stuff I so see. i'm like oh yeah now i have time <laughs> in the truck you're in the like truck, you're just scribbling <laughs> writing yeah. right on but yeah at least i have the the hard part done mm-hmm. but anyway that takes us into our next topic 
which is track day at Big Willow, Big Willow round two, redemption run for Jonathan in the BMW M3. Before you get into it, yeah, I also have a NASA update. Oh, shit. So I finally signed up. Oh, shit. So I have my membership card. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's happened. Oh, man. That seals it. That seals the deal. Oh, well, you still got to register for the event. Oh, no, that's part of it. Oh, oh okay, okay. So, yeah, that was all in one oh, purchase. All in one purchase. Nice, yeah, yeah. Nice. 300 bucks down the uh, down the, um, the racing say, wormhole. Down the drain. <laughs> down, the, down the racing wormhole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Down the racing drain. Was, oh, yes. So yeah. it's official. So that's official. It's official. Yeah, but... Actually, so and you t- know Randy's cheap ass is going to go just to not waste that money. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> but there is a refund a week out, but nonetheless. <laughs> no, that I was... I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're that right. does say that. Yeah. No, but my, my question leading yeah. into you talking about it is yeah. my wife actually asked if they could go with the kids to watch. Yeah. So they are allowing spectators right now with COVID. Did yeah. you see spectators yesterday? Yeah, well, yeah. There's uh, there's people hanging around the whole place that aren't drivers. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. There's okay. uh, I don't know that there are any rules that state anything explicitly. Okay, but there's nothing preventing you from going in oh, in the okay. track. Yeah. Okay. Nothing at all. Um, there's a not a door. There's a door entry fee for non-drivers. <sighs> you know, Auto Club. I don't think there is an entry fee. Um, at okay. some tracks, they will charge you. I don't think it's the entry fee per f- person. It's an entry fee per car. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like though, like at Big Willow, sometimes I'll have events that'll charge me ten bucks. Sometimes uh-huh. it'll be fifteen bucks to enter the door, which I don't understand that fee. Considering yeah. you're paying for the track day, right? But whatever. Yeah. Um. I don't think Auto Club has that. Auto Club is a bit of a diva track, a mm-hmm. little bit. So mm-hmm. I think it might be baked into mm-hmm. the cost. Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't remember though. Yeah. But yeah, they can go. They can go and watch for sure. Yeah. I was gonna do this whole thing where I. Like, did you ever see the Kanye video where he did the he put on the Rockefeller chain <laughs> when he signed with Rockefeller? No. Oh, I was gonna have my like lanyard with my <laughs> NASA. <laughs> Badge oh, you got and, it already? And put it on. Yeah, it, it oh. was fast. Oh, wow. Less than a few weeks. Oh, wow. Or less than a few days, I should say. Yeah, Yeah, I, I signed up for Big Willow like right before, so I haven't gotten mine yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah, they can go for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that puts a lot of more pressure on you. I mean, the helmet's here already. It's at the top of the uh, the cabinet over there. Oh, look at so, that. It's yeah, real. It's, it's real. It's oh, real. Oh, man. This is a dabble into it. Let me Sh- see. Shout out to Tony at uh, Unaccepted Pod. You got you got to get Manny on board now. Oh, is he? Yeah, Manny's oh, trying to he's convince. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> his Manny is yeah. your Randy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Got it. I, I'm not sure that he's signed up yet. At least from the last podcast I heard. So okay. So shout out to Tony. Pressure's on, boy. <laughs> But that's right dope. On. Good for right you, on. man. I'm excited now. Yes, I'm yes. hella excited. This yes. puts like uh, new energy into the whole thing for me. Okay. Okay. Because it's coming up in, Mar- in a March month. March 20. March 20. March 20th. Okay. okay I got to yep. sign up too then now because I... Now you've got me beat on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but damn, that's uh, that's awesome. So that's a big step. That's the step that that's, seals yeah, it. That's the, that's yeah. the step. I yep. mean, now... what Are you going to baffle? I, yeah. I mean, I, I really should and I will. I just... I've been delaying that because I was delaying the sign up. Part. okay okay but now that it's just rolling and i've got time maybe two weeks prior i'll get it done at the uh i'll pay to get it done like okay said, perfect so. perfect mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. that's good now so now you got to get pe- prepped well like i said i mean 
I'm going to have a full truck full of stuff. So yes. So that was one of the questions was like some of the things for a newbie to bring besides the camera. Like we had talked about just. Yeah. Well, I mean, my checklist always includes. um, Well, you're running coolant, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, you bring water. I bring water. Mm -hmm. Um, So distilled water, extra oil, um, a tire gauge Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Tire inflator. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, those things, they're kind of easy to find. Yeah. Oh, amongst people, day, amongst yeah. people, mm-hmm. um, you know, so like I'll forget things sometimes and right. And people, uh, a Jack, obviously some Jack stands, uh, just to review some stuff. Um, obviously your, all your camera gear, yeah. uh, tools, like basic tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you know like what the minimum is for your car, Oh, like if okay. everything's a 16 and 18 or a 13 or a 15, right? right, right, right. Like bring that stuff. Uh huh. But what I usually do, I just pull everything off of my wall. Like, yeah. And then just throw it in a bag. Um, I will take a my electric ratcheting wrench, an impact gun, um, and then zip ties, duct tape. That, like that. Shit, the, man. Yeah, it's, the, like, it's a whole list of stuff. Oh, huh? yeah. It's a full list of stuff. It so far it has been all totally overkill. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm I'll completely admit that. Right, so far uh-huh. it's been, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. In the middle of the desert, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, you don't you need know, to be. So, um, I have taken uh, the thing that I've been kind of on and off about is taking extra gas. Oh, um, okay, yeah, like I'll take like an extra, you know, five gallons of gas. Um, I haven't really needed it, okay. uh, especially now that I'm towing. Yeah. So I'm kind of some people like take it so they can run like half a tank uh, and stay consistently at at whatever weight they want to stay at. Jeez, man. Yeah. Super. But that's too. That's advanced. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean. That's like super anal like Um, an extra set of brake pads. Um, I've been thinking about that. I should run to AutoZone and get a set. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially since yours. I mean, I don't know where yours are. They're so, pretty thick. I, I checked them. They're okay. Then you're good. I yeah. mean, that's that's nothing to worry about. I mean, for your first day, there isn't a lot. I think fluids is probably something you'll want to you know keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know your rags and you know stuff like that, just to make sure that you're uh, and Gosh. some and some tapes. You know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, some tape for your numbers um, oh, or yeah. or order numbers, uh, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's magnetic options, there's removable vinyl options there. And then there's the, you know, more permanent, not permanent, but more fixed vinyl okay. options. So, you know, up to you what you want to do. Yep. Um, but that brings me to, I mean, that's kind of for the most part, you know, some wheel chocks. So you don't use your, uh, handbrake. Oh, um, you know, okay. why well, one one wheel chalk is enough uh-huh. uh, just to hold the car. In no, pl- but why not use the handbrake? Oh, so you're not putting uh, so you're not putting any pressure against super hot rotors. OK, yeah. Okay. And okay. Potentially warping them. Um, OK, because, uh, yeah, if, if it's brake pad driven handbrake, then you, you could actually cut a groove into the rotor. Okay. Uh, with the heat. Right. Right. Um, and if it's the drums, right, you could like span that or mm-hmm. whatever. So mm-hmm. just dealing with a lot of heat, it's better to use the wheel chalk. I mean, okay. you could always just put it in gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're going to leave the car on yeah, for whatever reason, that. yeah, you're going to need to use the wheel chalk. Okay. Um, I mean, that's kind of covers things for the most part. Anything beyond that is just kind of, you know, uh, other stuff. I can't really think of anything else at the moment. Okay. 
Um, but I can shoot you my list if you want. I probably I I'll be looking into that all that yeah. stuff. Even though like again I'm HPD one. Yeah. So it's like very it's beginner level yeah. everything right yeah. so it's not like it's gonna be crazy yeah 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 for so sure. i don't really have expectations for a need for a lot of that so i want to travel as light as i can yeah i mean you won't really need to i mean uh, the only thing you need and Oil. this is my next question for you um which you know you've already got the need that you probably don't or have accounted for maybe you have is what numbers are you going with? Oh, I actually, that was asked of me on the sign up. Oh, for NASA. So, oh, that's right, right. That's yeah, right. They do so ask you. What'd you put? I went double seven, triple seven, and single as my one, two, and three options. So just sevens, just it's easy. Double seven, seventy-seven, or three sevens. Why? Just the Jesus number. So oh, that's the Jesus number. Yeah, it is. Why? It is. I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me that. Don't ask me why. But yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so oh, I'll look into that. I'll just oh, okay. throw that out there. Okay, yes, okay, yeah. all right. But yeah, that's just the number I go with if it's a screen name or whatever. That's the number I'll throw onto my okay. screen, the end of my screen name to add interesting uniqueness. So I, I just seven. With that. So six 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 is the, the number devil's of the beast, number. Yes, and seven 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 is Jesus. I number. guess <laughs> or just a seven. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not that's a numerologist the, type of dude. But yeah, I just. Have known that as okay. a kid. So. Okay. So that's the number. 77 probably just to, you know, it's easy, cheap on the tape. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> less, two less, less, yeah, two less, pieces of tape yes, and you're good to go. Less blue tape, so yeah. I'm saving money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm kidding. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> so you went to Big Willow yesterday. I went to Big Willow yesterday. I, I did the whole U-Haul thing again. This time it was a little less dramatic. I still had to go to Anaheim. To get my uh, my car hauler, because mm-hmm. uh, Corona is useless apparently. Okay. Um, so uh, I I got my car hauler, I got my car loaded, um, uh, and I was good to go. I mean, everything was pretty smooth for round two of the Big Willow Shakedown. Right? Did it to, make it past so, turn two? So that's that. Let's <laughs> let's recap. Right, the first time I went, this was late January. And I didn't make it past the second turn of my warm-up lap. Yes. My in-lap, right? Uh-huh. So that was a failure. Um, so really, I had uh, I had some very specific but very easy goals for this event, right? Get one, past turn two. <laughs> uh, yeah, get past turn two, right? Yeah. Have one complete session, right, uh-huh. was the goal. Um, have, uh, have the car not overheat. Like everything performed great because I didn't I don't know. Right. In yes. that in, in the track environment, I still wasn't sure if the car could handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. I built it. Who the fuck knows what yes. I did? Yeah. Right. So. So getting it kind of through its paces and making sure everything checks out. And then uh, obviously this came up and I don't know if we've talking to, talked about it. Beating Donut Media's time. Oh no, we have not talked about so that. So this was a this was birthed out of a conversation with Jaime, who is a NASA coach. He's yes. been a guest and he's a friend of the show. Um, and so Donut Media has a segment called Money Pit, and okay. they have a Miata. I believe it's a an A Miata. Sure. Um, I could be wrong, but anyway, so what they did was they took a stock Miata and put like twenty grand into it. 
okay. uh, into the car. They turboed it. They put seats, harnesses. I mean, everything you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And then went out to Big Willow and did a 150. Okay. Um, a minute 50. A minute 50 uh, at Big Willow in an open track, like by themselves. Okay. Um. So it was like, okay, so that's sort of the time to be, which at the time uh, in the Rio, I had done a 155. Okay. Right, not turbo, not two hundred and I think they I think they dynoed the Miata at like two thirty, two forty or something like that. Wow. Okay. Um and and I had done a one fifty five, so I was like, man, I can probably sh- easily shake five seconds on the M three. Mm-hmm. Granted it's a heavier car, yeah, but I could probably do it. So the the goal for the first session was just feel out the car, make sure everything's good, make sure I don't spin out, make sure that I, I'm I make it across the finish line at least once. Like, mm-hmm. come on, mm-hmm. right? And then in the later sessions, if things go better, then try to start beating times and shrinking times. Mm-hmm. So I went out on my first lap, my first session. I was nervous as hell. I'm gonna be honest. I was very, very nervous. I was doing like breathing exercises. Okay. In the pit lane, like uh-huh. waiting. Woosah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Woosah, just like whew. I was like sighing heavily. I'm like, okay, chill. I'm like talking to myself, and uh, um, and I'm like, you know what? It's gonna. I mean, you've done this before. It's not a big deal. I'm on new tires. All the stuff that I learned from the previous disaster. I know what to account for and what to do. So just play it slow, warm up on the first lap and go. So I did it. I went out. There was like a fully built five series, like supercharged five series with like the craziest livery out there. And I'm like, okay, this guy, I did HPD one and two or HPD two for me, but HPD one and two runs together. Yes. So you run with a lot of like the noobs and I'm like, man, this guy for the amount of livery, he's either that guy that shows up to the basketball court with, with like Jordan. Yeah. Uh, with Jordan's full Jordan. a full, full yeah, gear. Yeah. Right. Yeah, all yeah, the yeah. headbands and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or this guy's just like probably trying out NASA for the first time and he's going to smoke everybody. Okay. So, and he was behind me. I ended up being first in line and he was behind me. And I was like, man, I don't need this pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh uh-huh like uh what the hell so we go out on the first lap and i'm i go and i hit turn two that's the one you know Uh like i hit turn two and i'm trying to feel it and the tires hold you know like and so i go into turn three and the issue with turn three was this is where i downshift from fourth to third okay and i had learned in my previous session that i had a grind oh yeah fourth to third Uh uh-huh so in from the last time to this time, I kept investigating that issue and UUC Motorsport actually in the forums recommends this, uh, this it's, it's a little tube of, it's called Moss uh, Lubricant by Luke uh, Molly. Okay. And apparently all you got to do is put this stuff in your transmission, cycle it a few bit uh, bits and pieces and it actually like it builds onto the synchros and gears so it removes the grind so you pour it into the trans so you pour saying. it into the trans and which leave is, it and leave it which sounds a bit sketch yes but there's a lot of people that were saying oh it works it works it works so i'm okay. like you know what i gotta try this because i couldn't deal with that grind yeah so that first lap i downshift four to third grind Okay. I'm like, ah, fuck, the problem's not solved. So I, I still, I casually go through my lap, you know, not going really fast, trying to get my tires warm. On that second lap, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm good to go. The car feels a little more grippy. Let's start gunning it. So I'm gunning it, 
I sh- I go to turn three again. I downshift. No more grind. It took one lap. Okay. And the wow. grind was gone. And now it's completely gone. Wow. Oh, so you poured it before you went there. I you poured, poured it before it I went. Be- but this was the first time you really drove this the car. This is the first time I drove the car since oh, I towed the car. Okay. Yes. You know, yeah. Right. It, oh, I hadn't okay. driven it. Yeah. And wow. it took one lap and it was it completely repaired. Nice. I didn't have any problems from there on out downshifting from fourth to third, which was amazing to me yeah. that a liquid yeah. can solve that grinding. So cool. Now, yeah. So now I just have to make sure I do that whenever I do my transmission fluid swaps. Right. 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 But. But uh, but it was a it's a good solution now, right? I thought I was gonna have to buy a new transmission. Yeah, yeah. So I go through, you know, uh, uh, Big Willow, and I'm and I'm getting a little faster, a little more brave. Mm-hmm. But the problem I'm encountering is that I'm on stock seats, and even oh, worse, yeah. I'm on stock leather seats. Oh, okay. So I'm having to use my knees. Press against the center console and, and, the door. The, and the door, dude. The door is like the, the door card is creaking and cracking <laughs> and I'm like trying to trying to hold on. Yeah, um, but I'm getting faster and faster and I come off. I come off doing a 149. Oh, cool. So wow. in the first session, the car temps are good. The oil uh-huh. temps are good. There are no problems. The engine sounds amazing. And I beat Donut Media's time. Awesome! So Damn. I was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" Now from here on, it's all it's all cherry on top. Yes, you know. Yes. So uh, you know that I you break out into what they call downloads at NASA. Okay. Right. So this is to kind of prepare you for what NASA is going to be like. You have a meeting before your run, and you have a download after, which depending on the people can turn into a bitching session. Oh, but okay. they teach you um, they teach you like, you know, what to follow about weight transfer, the basics of driving. Right. Mm-hmm. They teach you for HPD one. Um, and it's it's sometimes it can be kind of a drag because some of the things like it. Ideally, you should know all this stuff before going to the track day. OK. Right. You should have researched. But obviously people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the download, you get the opportunity for an open forum where you complain about other drivers. Oh, OK. Yeah. Okay. So okay. so okay. someone can call you out um, if you're black flagged. That's acknowledged. A black flag means you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake on my first session in that I missed the original checkered flag. And I kept going. So my session was over and I oh, did an extra lap. Okay, okay. Turns out that the checkered flag, the flagger dropped the flag and Ooh. that's why I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Um, right and so they said, okay, no, don't worry about it. You know, it wasn't your fault, but those are the things that can call you out spinning out. If you hit another driver, you're automatically out of the day. They might even kick you out of NASA, but that you're automatically sent home. You can't, you can't hit anybody or especially HPD one and two. Right, you're not there to race. You shouldn't be driving that aggressively. Mm, okay. But anyway, af- before and after each session, you'll have you know these. Uh, you'll have an instructor kind of teaching you and kind of asking you questions about you know what you thought and how you did and how to improve and and all those things, um, which is a lot different from other organizations in that it, you're sort of on your own. I see. So okay. it's it's cool in that you know it teaches you it, it teaches you what to think about you know mm-hmm. what how, and but at the same time it's like some people are like. It's like school to them. Like, yeah, why am I like, here? Yeah. Why are we and talking then, about yeah. this? Yeah, and then it turns into time. like an hour long session where they're asking questions that, you know, it's like, dude, we learned this in the last, you know, session. Why are you still asking this? And I know I shouldn't think about it that way, but at the same time, it's like, come on, dude, like, just, just get it. 
you know, but yeah. uh, and then there's there's always that one person that thinks that they're faster than they are. Okay. And that's the part. Those are the people that bother me the most where it's like, oh, yeah, I was trying to do this, this and that. And I don't want to call this person out, but I'm way faster than them. And and I, <laughs> this is word for word. Uh-huh. Like I'm, I'm faster than them and they just didn't want to get out the way and they should they should know to get out the way and give me a point by. And, you know, as you're going through your track day, you know who's really fast and who's not. Yes. And yes, it's almost yes, yes. always the people who are not, you know, middle of the pack who are talking all that crap. Right. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. it's like because HPD one and two, the the most frustrating part for me was that I did not get and I reviewed all the footage last night. I did not get one lap where I didn't hit traffic. Oh, okay. So it's like like in K1, right? Yes. Like you're trying to get a good lap and yes. there's just always somebody in front of you. Yes. That's what we kept hitting. And I even got in front of the line, but it would be, you know, we would do our warm-up lap and we were already like, catching up to, you know, the end of the pack. Okay. So it was it was nearly impossible to get a good time. And the guy in that 5 Series, he was pretty quick. You know, okay. He was pretty okay. quick, but as I progressed and got a little, got my little confidence back, you know, then it was it wasn't too bad. I was able to keep up with him, and mm. you know, it was I was really hoping that it was a group of like him, right? If it was a group right. full of those cars, it would have been a lot better. So I see. I did sessions one, two, and three, and by that time, I was a I was feeling a little tired. Mm-hmm. I was um, I'm severely out of shape. Mm-hmm. You underestimate how, like, you don't have to be, like, in super athletic shape. Let's not kid ourselves, right? Yeah. But you've got to be in sort of a practice of, you know, how to drive and being able to hold hold Gs and not tense up. Oh. What I was doing is I was tensing up a lot, mostly because I was using my knees to hold myself into the car. Yeah. So in turn two, as I was getting faster and faster, mm-hmm. my abs were cramping up. Because you're trying to hold yourself into the car. Because I'm trying to hold car. myself into the car. So yeah. I'm in cramping up and I'm like, oh, 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 crap. <laughs> and I'm slowing down, right? And uh-huh. it's slowing down my laps. So I, I, I was I to teach myself to relax. And I, I got to the point where I was just leaning on the door. I was not using my legs anymore, and I was just leaning against the door on turns. Right on. But it's just impossible to drive that way. I need my seats. Okay, and I'm surprised you didn't put it in before you. I don't. Ha- I need a roll bar. See, the thing is, if you oh. if if you ru- if you run fixed seats, and I know we've talked about this before, if you yeah. run fixed back seats, you need a roll bar because what happens if your car rolls and you have fixed back seats, it doesn't let you fall back because uh, normal cars, you know, that recline are designed to pop back so if the car rolls over you don't your head doesn't get smashed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to I'm not going to do that just in case I do roll the car. I don't want to die. Yes. So yes. I'm waiting for the roll bar. It's going to be probably another 4 weeks before I get it and then I can put in my harnesses and my seat okay. and all that stuff and okay. and then we're good to go. So until then, I'm going to be sliding around. Okay. So um at the end of the day, the best time I was I was able to get was a 41 46.9 cool yeah which you know is not fast by any means uh-huh um and you know i can i'll use the excuse of always having traffic i think i believe i could have easily gotten into the 140s that day lower or 140 even. 140 point so, whatever oh yeah if you had not hit traffic. if i had not hit traffic yeah oh, i was okay. i was that's that's how much i felt like i was being slowed down a bit Cause that you know that's the third by the third session it's the middle of the day. Yeah. Uh, the turn eight to nine, I was I was hitting, 
I was ready to hit like 125, but I was about at 110, 111 uh, when I would start catching up to the people in front of me. So I would have to hit the brakes. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I was feeling more and more comfortable carrying speed through there, mm-hmm. which would have helped me with my times and mm-hmm. also exiting through nine. Okay. Um. So I, I, you know, I'm I'm actually looking forward to the next Togate track event or you know smaller events because in those events, uh, you seem it seems to get a little more free in terms of being able to to get those times. Sure. Um, or maybe I should just move up to HPD three and, and try to get times there, mm-hmm. but that's kind of where I'm at. Um, which I would consider a great success, you know, obviously, you know, being a novice, mm-hmm. um, like I said, it's not a fast time, but I completed it right this time. Right. So we had a successful <laughs> shakedown, right? The finally, finally, right. So the car performed amazing. Um, the, the car is ready to go from here on out. As far as I can tell, mm-hmm. the only hiccup I had is that I left, I have my voltage meter plugged into the cigarette lighter. Okay. The cigarette lighter in the 36 M three is plugged into an always hot wire. Okay. So the, I bought a voltage meter that you can turn on and off. I forgot to turn it off. So it killed your battery. It killed my <laughs> fucking battery. So I, I like shout out to Jaime. Uh, and one of his friends, I, I'm blanking on his name. They actually pushed my car and helped me push start it. Oh, okay, okay. And when I push started it, going out into my sa- session, my check engine light came on. Oh shit! So it, like I knew that it was because I push started it. Uh huh. It probably was probably like the crank sensor went crazy. So, but I was like, ah, I don't know. I hope this is anything bad or whatever. So I did my full session as normal, which I probably shouldn't have done. Right. But I didn't want to lose it. Yes. Right. So then I got back. I, I took my ODB reader with me. Oh, geez. Um, and, yeah. it, and it was exactly what, what I had thought. So I just erased that code. And from there on, it was no problem. Very nice. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, successful session. Um, I was, I got a little greedy with my desires for time after that first session because I was expecting to build on way more than you know 149 once i you know if i was casually doing 149 Mm -hmm. i felt like i could have done a lot better but at the same time you know it's my third time actually technically my second time at big willow okay um so it's I, i think i think it's okay we'll we'll get it next time but i'm extremely excited about going back Big, Will- Big Willow's becoming one of my favorite tracks. Okay. Yeah. Um, Auto Club, I don't know. It's fun. Um, but I don't know. Bunt Willow, I don't know. It's like people have mentioned that it's not technical, but I feel like it's very technical. Big Willow. Big Willow. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's a high, very, very high-speed track. And I feel like a lot of there's a lot of areas where it tricks you into thinking they're – that you shouldn't be at speeds that you are going. And I like that feeling of going past what your brain is telling you that you can safely go. I see. You know, I see. okay. It's kinda, fuck you brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but, once you see triple digits on your speedo, I'm sure it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting, man. And it, the car, it's, uh, it's a different feeling having that level of acceleration. Okay. That, I really, really got into. I got married with the M3 yesterday. Like, okay, that's kind of okay. how it felt like we you sort consummated of, we, the marriage. We consummated <laughs> the marriage. We became yes. one. Yes, you know, yeah, I exactly, exactly. And it, it sort of felt like everything clicked uh-huh. at that point. Like my heel toe was good. Okay, my shifting felt good. My shift points were right. 
Um, I still have to figure out braking a little bit because I'm not used to the aggressive hawk pads. So oh, okay. I was braking way too early in a lot of areas um, because I was used to just running kind of a normal uh, pad that didn't bite that hard. Yes. Um, so I do definitely need to learn how to break later or feel confident about breaking later. Um, and I think that's going to help my times out a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, I mean, oh, dude, the acceleration and it's not a high powered car. Yeah. But I mean, coming from the Rio, it just oh, feels yeah. like yeah, yeah. yeah, it actually feels like a race car on the straights. Like, you know, it's like, oh, okay. and I'm on a stock exhaust. And right. I've told myself that, you know, until I complete you know, a kind of a, 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 the tour of NASA, right. Including button willow auto club and, uh, and big willow mm -hmm. that I'm not going to get my, I have to earn my exhaust. Okay. Right. Okay. I have to right. earn my exhaust. Right on. Um, but yeah, everybody like Hyman's like, dude, your car's so quiet. Like, <laughs> you said it too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you yes, said it yes, too. Yes. Yeah. Your car's so quiet. I did, I did. And that's just, it just seems so wrong for a race car, you know? <laughs> totally. Like that's a, a first mod almost. Yeah. All the time, yeah, right? it so. is. But you know, budget kept me, you know, budget conscious mind kept me away from that. But that's kind of where we are. Um, it was, an extreme success i was so tired after i got home i unloaded the car garaged it with the intention of doing my inspection right away but that wasn't gonna happen mm -hmm. put away my tools because i was gonna leave that in the truck um and usually i take the u-haul back the same night but what ended up happening is i just fell asleep <laughs> i fell asleep like at 8 p.m dude yeah yikes and i would i didn't i woke up at what seven today to, okay. come, to come here yeah so i slept 11 hours <laughs> oh my god yeah 11 hours well, it's good good, good oh recharge. yeah for sure for sure but it, it also highlights how out of shape i am so now the next mod is going to be getting into shape oh yeah, wow yeah, the next mod is getting that's into a good shape. motivation for yeah it, dude right? i mean i uh, to be honest I don't, i've had no real reason to right you know like it, it's nice and it's also not nice to have like a spouse that doesn't really care. Yes. You know, yes, yes, and this, yes. It, it's nice in that, you know, you know, they love you. It's a sort yes. of unconditional. Yeah. But it's not nice in that you get fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> COVID ain't helping either. COVID right? is not helping at all, yeah. dude. So now yeah. I'm just like, okay, I need to get, you know, stronger, more fit, get lighter. Um, because you know, you, you gotta be able to hold, you know, a lot of that time. And if I, if I want to decide to compete later, you know, I gotta make sure I can handle that. Um, obviously a lot of comes with a lot of it comes with practice. It's been shit, a year since I've really done a legitimate track day. Um, when did the Rio die again? Shit, that mid last year sometime. It was it, in the summer. It was. I think it was before that. B around springtime then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because when when we bought my S two thousand, the Rio was there. So that was February. The Rio was. It was there. Yeah, it was there. You're right. Uh, and then it was dead. I went to your house again, and the Rio was dead. Was that the time? That must have been the time because there was no other reason for me to go to your house, right? Yeah. Oh, it was when we went to driving in Riverside, Lake Matthews, I think, and the Rio was there. Oh, uh, okay. Was yeah, that was that's what was in the spring. So okay, yes, yeah, it yeah, was in the spring, go. yeah. Wow, it's been yeah, a year. So almost. it's been a long time. Yeah, Damn, yeah. So yeah, time. it's been over a year since you've been to the track. Yeah, and uh, mine is coming up. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited coming. for you, man. <laughs> I'm so excited for yeah. you. This is gonna be fun, man. I'm I'm of the mindset of like uh, I don't know what to expect, so I guess the excitement isn't there yet for me. Maybe because it's not close. Also, 
Yeah, and I'm not. You're not going to get excited as you get closer. You're going to get nervous. Right. 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 So, but I mean, it's it's expected. Mm -hmm. Um, It's good to be nervous. Yes. Better nervous than you know, reckless. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to it's gonna be fun. And I'm sure once Jaime hears this, he's like, all right, I, I, <laughs> I, got, I got who I'm coaching. Yeah. <laughs> there, I thought yeah. there was a way to sign a pick your coach there. No, on no, the site. no, no, there isn't. I thought there was. No, but it, yeah, it just, yeah, it just uh, it's really up to them. Right. If there's enough cars. Oh, OK. Because so, okay. Jaime almost jumped into my car in the first section because it didn't seem like there were going to be enough cars. Oh, OK. But then he ended up in a Supra. Oh, nice. Yeah, he ended up wow. in Supra. So, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Um, HPD one, HPD two is definitely for learning. So I think you're so going to be, you're going to be very comfortable. Okay. Yeah. I'm still doing HPD one and two. Cause you need to get signed off by like the head of the NASA HPD program to move up. Okay. So I'm going to be doing HPD two for, for auto club. Okay. Uh, but depending on how Auto Club goes, I might ask to get assessed for HPD three. Okay. Um, I see. You know, maybe after the first or second sessions, that way I can do the third and fourth sessions with HPD three. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I feel comfortable at Auto Club. I think the thing is that I don't want to jump into HPD three at Button Willow because I have virtually no experience at Button Willow. I see. Um, so I, I would rather start. So I kind of want to do HPD2 at every circuit before moving up to HPD3. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of the you know skills that you learn from track to track are transferable. So as long yes. as you're doing the same type of things, mm-hmm. it should be fine. It's not okay. a big deal. Okay. Right on. But anyway, let's move into our last topic of the day which is a question from the listeners and this sort of related to you moving into uh the nasa events Mm -hmm. at auto club Mm -hmm. what song do you feel is the most dangerous to listen to while you're driving and this is from jamie in mission viejo or a jaime (laughs) no this is jamie jamie okay yeah this is jamie okay uh okay you looked him up and no well it's it's spelled jamie okay not because jaime is j-a-i-m-e uh-huh and jamie is j-a-m-i-e i've seen jamie girls with j-a-i-m-e really yes uh i've never heard that yeah but anyway Uh, okay maybe i'm wrong but uh uh, dangerous song i don't know the most dangerous song to listen to to listen to while driving while driving yeah i guess what the question implies is like what gets you like i think like go? what would get you the most amped up I yeah think. and yeah. start driving stupid because the song is on yeah i don't i don't know that i'm at that point in my life anymore where a song turns me into a really a raging like my songs still have i mean i don't i don't think that, that for driving ever, for yeah, driving yeah like i don't think that that well i guess you're right in terms of Amping you up to change your driving style. To be an asshole on the road, which yeah. I, I, I can't say I'm not. I think you're times. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um so I mean let, let's just think about amping you up, right? Yeah. But amping I, up. You're yeah. mature enough not to apply that to your gas pedal, but Um I guess it, it's hard. So here's where where it's difficult for me. Um when you have four seasons, you get amped up when it's springtime. Okay. So a song that might come to mind is Summertime by um, Fresh Prince. Really? Yeah, because like that's what you turn on when the weather's like like better than this, a little warmer than this. Right. But this beautiful today. Yeah. Like just sunny. Um, there's no snow on the ground anymore because it's melted. 
um gr- the grass is getting green like it is in the hills behind me yeah like that's the vibe that's a song that would get me into the vibe for the summer and my moonroof finally gets to open up so this is like talking april all right yeah. march if march if i'm lucky april is most likely the time of the year where the song might come on in my car so that would amp me up I wouldn't necessarily drive like an asshole. Yeah. Um, with that song, I just be that's cruise mode song for me. Um, I don't know that I have an amp up like hip hop doesn't like get me into a raging like drive driving machine type mode. Nah. And that's usually what I listen to. So I I can't think of a song that really makes me a crazy asshole driver. I'm just, I'm just naturally one. if the roads are clear i might drive a little bit aggressively yeah yeah i mean i think you're right i mean in terms of having an effect on how we drive yes that's the the maturity has kind of taken care of removing that yes but in terms of amping you up what is there a song for you like is this some euro shit some edm shit there is so and you you hit it right on the head so i listen to all kinds of music sometimes i'll bump country in my car sometimes i'll bump rancheras you know corridos uh-huh. hip-hop like metal I've i listen heard you to from the metal, yeah like metal i listen metal. to everything i like anything that sounds good i'll listen to but mm-hmm. there's been one song my entire life okay and i found this in college that has always at me up and it's uh muzzle number one by the bloody beetroots and it's okay. an edm song i don't know if you've ever heard it not but at all. if you have subs in your car uh-huh this song will like blow your head up Oh, okay. Um, and so this is this song has just always and now that I don't really run with subs, right? That's mm-hmm. sort of the maturity thing again, right? Yeah. But it still harkens to that time of you know I had my E36, I was younger, I had oh, subs in my right, car, right, and right. so it's just this like animalistic like urge to like oh hell yeah now i have power mm, okay okay so that song is the one that does it for me so that's the one i'm sure that it, I'll, maybe the listeners are gonna go listen to that song and think what the fuck is Mu- this muzzle number one muzzle number one muzzle but, number one muzzle number one by the bloody roots it might be a remix but it, okay. just look up muzzle number one bloody beat okay. roots and you'll find it uh we might we should have just played them uh didn't really think of this question or didn't look up i'll play it over the sum yeah uh, over our topic over our topic when you say it when you say it okay okay okay. yeah yeah, yeah, play it yeah yeah yeah, because it's kind of so i'm gonna pretend i'm listening to it right now it's a a wild song right it's like i I feel like edm has died so it's it's not you know it's not popular like it was before with no raves no coachella yeah that's true there's nothing to drive it no burning man no one's doing enough ecstasy to enjoy edm (laughs) yeah Yeah. ecstasy sales must be low oh, right it's now, non-existent right? yeah yes. we need, a, need another breaking bad game yes <laughs> but anyway that is our episode how do you find us john you can find us at 91octane.com that is all letters no numbers also like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast follow us on instagram at 91octane and if you want to send us any emails info at 91octane.com any last words randy shout out to coach jaime <laughs> i will see you in a month <laughs> see you in a month oh and shout out to manny from unaccepted pod you better better get registered you gotta soon, show bro. up i yeah, guess yeah yeah you're not the only noob there <laughs> yeah. all right all good right. night bye